Hello, welcome, Not About Us listeners and viewers. Uh, as we struggled through the last Genesis, to, to remember we do have viewers. That's right. <laughs> so I'll say listeners and viewers. Um, but you know what? Welcome, brothers. Welcome, Absolutely. sisters. Uh, thank you. Thank you for, for being here as we're going to hopefully have a very spirit-filled, uh, at least spirit-led conversation. Yes. Uh, on May 21st, um, but let's get started. As always, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. And this is Not About Us. <laughs> well, see, it started out because it'd been, you know, it'd been uh, two weeks. We were, uh, we're, we're our spirits were worn down. But yeah. now we've done a Genesis study, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll keep that part in. We were, <laughs> we we do, <laughs> we do these silly little. Oh man. <laughs> I edit them out, but when we do the music, I do we do these silly little just um, as like a cue. Of, this is the part I'm editing out. And I think of it as like uh, when TV anchors or people like that what they're doing on commercial breaks, <laughs> right? And three miners were trapped today. Ooh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but. But for the last Genesis one we did, we both we were both normally we go, we go crazy with it, and I was just kind of like, eh. yeah. And I I do I really do think there's truth to that. Uh, you know, the spirit the spirit can only go so long before it needs that refreshing. It needs yeah. You know, we need uh, we need that relationship with Jesus, and we need it. And when we go too long without you know really being on fire for it. It does kind of feel like you get dragged down a little bit. You, you know, it starts to, the world starts to get in the way again. And, you know, so uh, I do think it's funny. You said we're yeah. young again, but I think we're alive again, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that might have been a weird, <laughs> a weird intro, but. <laughs> People got to be going, okay, what is happening now? What What is this? If they've stuck with us this long, I don't think they're going to leave yet, but. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, enough about us. Because uh, it be it's a, not about us. Yeah, exactly. It should not be about us. Duh. <laughs> so, Scott, would you, would you invite who this really is about? Let's Absolutely. Get the, let's get a spirit-filled uh, conversation going today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh, my goodness. Seven days without you makes one week. That's... <laughs> that's uh, Silly pun that is is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, God, just... Yahweh God, fill this place. Fill this place. Wherever you are right now, fill this place. Fill this place. Enliven us. Enliven us, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 You came to live here. Hallelujah. Not here. Here. You came to live here. So Yahweh, in all of our 
hears, just live. Live, Yahweh God, you are invited. Yahweh God, you are invited. Always. I can only invite you here. You, you are the one who needs to invite him. And you're here. So I can't make that invitation for you. You've got to do it yourself. But right now, just you pray. You invite him here. But Yahweh God, we just thank you for life. Yes. Life. We will run and not be weary. Hallelujah. We will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only you can do that because God, as we're about to get into here, we get weary. Mm -hmm. We faint so easily. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I just thank you and praise you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Go for it. And thank you for podcast day. Our refreshing. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, I think the, I think the big ticket item that I want to talk about, um, uh, I don't know if I want to do it now, if you got anything you want to start with, but, uh, everyone should know that there's stuff going on in Israel. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh it's interesting um on one aspect because you know it's it's prophecy unfolding right in front of our eyes it's 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 the things that jesus told us were going to happen in the in the in the last days it's, it's actually happening right in front of our eyes and it's just amazing how many people are still deceived and don't see that but it's also amazing how many people do see that and how many people are standing forward and saying, I will support Israel. I will support God. I will do my best to be a prayer warrior. I will put positive energy into that. Uh, it's been coming from surprising sources. It's not been coming from my country, which makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been coming from surprising sources. It's been, it's been both, uh, it's a horrible thing, a horrible situation, but it's also been just an amazing situation to watch. And seeing the miracles, uh, the things that happen, uh, you know, rockets that land that don't explode. You know, uh, people who, who uh, were where the rocket landed a moment ago, but now we're not. You know, the, just the, the amazing, uh, the rockets that don't even make it because... Uh, of some unseen hand causing them to uh, to go into a different place, going into the ocean or whatever. I mean, just there's all of that going on. But then there's uh, one for Israel had a beautiful story about a man whose building was demolished, and they said, they said, come, we'll 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 provide you shelter. We'll find we'll we'll protect you and your family. And he said, no, I'm not leaving my apartment complex because right now I have a chance to talk to them about Jesus. Mm -hmm. In a bomb shelter, we have no choice but to, to to pray and to praise, and we get to we can I can talk to them about Jesus. I mean that right there is a miracle. Yeah, a, a, a Jewish man talking to other Jews about Jesus mm -hmm. uh, and showing and, and having a, a perfect example of how he can save them and how he is the Messiah and just I mean I could talk about this for for hours and hours. I mean, I think that personally for me is why I started out uh, with a spirit that was depleted and was exhausted because this has been very, um, 
has been very important to me for many reasons. Uh, I, there has been some nerves too. I mean, I am constantly checking. I, I, I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see people, on, innocent people on either side, you know, harmed or, or, or killed or, or, or just, I don't yeah. want to see hatred. I don't. Um, I personally believe that most of the hatred is not coming from Israel. It's coming from the terrorist groups. I mean, I, I, I will stand on that. But uh, there are still innocent people that don't want these terrorist groups controlling their, the Gaza Strip. There are mm -hmm. people who don't want to be ruled by terrorists. There are people in there that want to actually live in Israel and be Israel uh, citizens because they can see what it's like. And it's a much better alternative than being controlled by a terrorist group. And they can see that. And, and it just amazes me how many people are deceived and would yeah. actually support the terrorist groups. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just absolutely blows my mind. But um, but then I see also a lot of beauty coming. Uh, I watched a video of of a young uh, a young teenage boy, um, maybe about eighteen or so, and it, it's it's hard to watch because it's so sad because he's he, his little sister is very scared. Um, but I mean, he's 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 sheltering her, you know, sheltering her. He's he's completely covering her. And just protecting her, and I just see, man, the the love this brother has for his little sister. You know, he's he's going to protect her. I mean, just things like that are just there. It's tragic, but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I just I do I just appreciate that uh, um, that I do have sources that are not American media because the United States media is just all over the place with this. But yeah. I have sources. Um, I, I live in a world. Where sources in Israel can send me stuff that is actually happening, and I just I appreciate that. FAI, we've talked about them frequently. Yeah. One for Israel, um, Amir Tesafani uh, uh, from Behold Israel. Amir Sarfati. 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 Thank you. Um, just oh my gosh, just all of this, and 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 I can, and 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 I'm there with them, and I can understand it, and. And, and not and not just Israeli news, but I've been doing the same thing, getting news from all over the world, um, Australia mm -hmm. and and other places. And it's just just the fact that um, if you get anything in the U.S. in the in the major news networks, it's it's all slanted and biased and and just depressing. Mm -hmm. Which is something else I'm going to get into in a little bit. But go ahead. I well, didn't want to interrupt you. On that note, though, there was quite a few European countries that were standing with Israel. Yeah, a lot of them put their put the Israel flag right up next to theirs, and that was mm -hmm. um, that was quite surprising and to see too. So, you know, it's just like it comes from sometimes it comes from surprising places, but we know from Scripture those that bless Israel will be blessed, and those that curse Israel will be cursed. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, it's a simple truth, and there's plenty of examples in in real life of that actually happening. And so my prayers have been from my own country, the United States of America. I, I mean, we, we went from Trump and being just on fire for Israel and doing the right thing and, and supporting them to this current wishy-washy. One day they have a right to defend themselves. The next day we're going to send them munitions. Next day, we're, no, we're not because it's being challenged because there are people that think that they're the aggressors and that mm -hmm. they're the... Uh, the evildoers. Israel, I don't know if m many people know this, but Israel is one of the most moral armies or military institutes on the face of the planet. 
they spend so much time uh, on just uh, getting good intelligence. They don't want to have to blindly bomb a target and take out people. They warn the people yeah. in the buildings that they're going to destroy. I mean, you think have... about that. How many how many military strikes do uh, in in all of history mm -hmm. uh, have been warned ahead of time, so so the people can get out of there? Mm -hmm. No, no. Generally, uh, army a military strategy is strike swiftly. Don't let them know you're coming. And they're going, hey, guys, this is our target. Everyone get out. Yep. And the people that are staying are people that uh, are either they want to be martyrs for their cause. They want Israel to look like evil villains uh, or they're they can't get out because they're uh, they're under threat or, or, or some reason uh, they're they're not being allowed to get out. Mm -hmm. But. There are people in the IDF, the Israel Defense Force, that are calling people in these buildings and saying, yeah. this is our target. Get out. Get out. And also, what I found out recently was uh, they have what are called um, uh, door knockers. Mm -hmm. Whenever they're coming in for a strike, they first fire one, uh, I don't want to say missile, it might be a missile, but they fire something that basically makes a lot of noise uh -huh. and doesn't do any damage. It just says, we're coming, and the next shot is going to destroy something, Yep. so get out now. How, how, how many other military outfits do that? We would, in the United States of America, we would be hypocrites to suggest that we would ever do something like that. Yeah. We would never, we, we will bomb just... If we have intelligence that someone's there, we don't care. We just bomb it. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I, I, I know there have been times where uh, we have uh, we have actually have killed children. And I, I read a thing that you know in the United States of America we take pride that we won this war and this war and we helped win that war and all this kind of stuff. But um, uh, Rick Joyner is actually a quote from him. He said that in heaven, heaven looks at the wars that we think we won much differently. Mm -hmm. And in the United States of America, it is truth. We have, we, have, we have done a lot of serious damage and we have hurt many, many innocent people um, with, our, with our bombing, with our situation. I mean, uh, World War II in Japan is, a, you know, is an example of where we just bombed and didn't put too much care into who got hurt or why. Mm -hmm. I mean... I, I I I think we should have brought up bomb war crimes for that one, but it's just heaven will look at that much differently than we do. We put yeah. pride into it that we stopped the enemy and 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 in their tracks, and and we we have the power and the might. But heaven will look at that and go, you had the power and the might, but you weren't supposed to use it. You know, it might be a situation. Some cases, like that. yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway. Um, I'm just I'm real I'm real impressed with Israel too and their and that moral obligation that they're putting on themselves to not to not do damage. They want to damage the terrorist group's ability to make war. They don't want to damage the innocents and I just I appreciate that. I also am incredibly impressed with a military tactic that they used um, where they pretty much 
pretty much had the whole world convinced that they were going to put troops into, uh, they were going to put tanks and troops into the Gaza Strip. And it was just a big yeah. ploy to get as many of the terrorists as possible into the tunnel systems that they use. And then they just bombed the heck out of those tunnel systems. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. I was, I was, I was watching that live and I was going, oh man, they're going to put troops into the Gaza Strip. I mean, they're, they're going to, they're just going to clear it out. They're just going to take it back. They're just, I, I was just completely believing everything that I was seeing. And then uh, the, uh, I wake up the next morning and I'm like, they didn't invade. They just, <laughs> they took out the top. Oh, how smart. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I people, I, I would, you know, if, if, if Israel is your enemy, be careful because, <laughs> because, you know, they have, uh, they have, uh, an amazing, well, first of all, we, we know that God is uh, on their side and, and, and will protect them. And, but we also know that in the very last days, there is going to be uh, some great turmoil in that area, uh, the likes of which has never yeah. been seen. Um, and I don't look forward to it. I look no. forward to it in the sense that it's one more day closer yeah. to Jesus returning, one day closer. But it's still, it's going to be... It's going to be rough. Uh, it's going to be rough. And are we prepared for it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as we've been talking about in previous conversations and whatnot, um, especially like in the one where I shared my dream and whatnot, it, we mm-hmm. got to be prepared. I mean, yeah, we got to be prepared for whatever, whatever God needs us to do, uh, whatever, you know, whatever type of person he needs us to be, whether it be a warrior or a leader or uh, a minister or whatever, we need to be prepared. Um, and I, I, I personally believe that the time to prepare is <laughs> quickly running out. Yeah, you know. So along those along those lines, um, I'm gonna segue over to something I wanted to say. Go for it. And that was, uh, well, preparation has to do with it, but this has been. It's been a rough couple weeks for me since our last podcast, but it's also been pretty neat. Uh, and uh, I know you've mentioned you've had some rough times at, at work and some other things happening, some stresses in your life, but um, which if you want to get into, absolutely, uh, as we go on here. But I want to I want to share a couple things real quick. Now, the... This is difficult for me, uh, not not because of emotional or anything like that. This is difficult for me to talk about because of the whole YouTube strike thing. I can't get into too many details about. Uh, so so I'll get into more details later when we switch over. Uh, once we end our YouTube segment, we might already, might already be in trouble with my whole comments about World War II and Israel anyway. I, but. <laughs> well. You know, that that that's one of the things I was wondering about. I was going to mention it's like how soon before talking about uh, Israel is going to be another strike on YouTube mm-hmm. just for mentioning it. How dare you? Uh, when <laughs> you'll, you'll probably see a warning. You know, Israel has already been debunked by the by the <laughs> professionals. Oh man! Uh, couldn't you could you just see that? I could by YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Anyway, that's you know. Um, 
but a I work at a clinic getting into as little specifics as possible uh, we had a we had big glass not glass but plastic barriers up you know as a lot of people do and they came and told us um, you can take those down now uh, as long as you're wearing a certain type of mask you can take that down uh, it's been clinically approved you know uh, it, it not just clinically I mean the whole uh, the the chain that I work for said you're allowed to take those down no longer need them I had them down for about a week week and a half two weeks somewhere around there uh, came back and was told I had to put it back up and I can't get into why without getting another strike so we'll, we'll express that later but I, I just felt it, it felt my initial reaction was I was being put on display and it was it, I felt attacked personally and about about two or three minutes of dwelling on this and, and, and nearly wanting to cry, uh, I, I suddenly started thanking God because it, it occurred to me, I've asked for this. I have asked for God to help me prepare for what's coming. Mm -hmm. And this was, a, this, this was a wading pool situation. This was nothing. I fully realize, I, I hope I've stated this before, I fully realize most places in the world uh, where persecution is happening, if you're watching this, you're looking at this with your jaw dropped open, you're saying, that got to you? And if you're doing that, I want you to know, I'm on your side. I totally understand. That's nothing. And it got to me. It got to me emotionally. It was, it, it was... There was no physical beating. There was no uh, taking away of uh, of my my possessions or, or or removing me from my family or anything like that. It was just we're singling you out, putting you on display, and that was it. And so I turned around and I started thanking God for that moment that He was actually helping to prepare me for some of the the really truly bad things to come. It was like. It was a it was a, a wake up call. It was a slap in the face, but in the most gentle way. And so I actually started to appreciate it, and I actually started to think. I, it's been on my heart lately. Another thing you mentioned, Rick Joyner earlier, but uh, in his book, The Final Quest, you know, he talks about. It might be in the call. I, I forget which one, but it's in one of those. He talks about God. Uh, Jesus is telling him. Uh, in your greatest trial, use that as a time to praise me because you will never be able to touch the heart of the Father like you do now when you give him your praise, you give him your love, you joyfully thank him in the middle of your darkest trial. It touches his heart. Use your trial to touch his heart. And I just started to praise him and thank him in the middle of that. Now, Another really cool thing about this is I'm having these revelations and then and um, 
Other stuff is going on that I cannot talk about. Uh, specific things, specific lies are being brought up and it's just enraging me more. And I am angry and I'm livid and I'm focused on the lie and I'm, how dare you? And suddenly God hit me in the middle of this and went, you know what? You're right. It's a lie. But how is this attitude going to help? <laughs> right. And, and it was like God came to me and said, this that's going on right now is not what I want people to see. And, and this anger and this hatred uh, for the lie, but it was still this attitude. I, and and I, I caught myself uh, and I realized for the previous day or two, I'm, that's all I'm talking to people about is, can you believe the stupidity over here? Can you believe that this happened and this happened when this is going on and this is going on? And again, I can't get into detail at this moment without getting a strike, but... It's like God hit me at that. There was a specific moment. Something happened and I was, I, I was livid. I laughed in, in mockery at the idiocy of what had just been said on television. And, and it was like God just hit me and said, this reaction is not helping anybody. Right. This reaction is not showing love and life and victory in the middle of the lie. Uh, and I made that commitment to start trying to show the light and not, and not just yell at the darkness for being dark. And the really cool thing about this is not just at that moment that I start feeling better and started feeling uh, uh, his presence and his glory and just just start to praise him and thank him in the middle of that but I get home and my son who's usually you know he's with his friends online uh, or you know I mean we'll talk but you know uh, just different things you know just talk about you know just various uh, things going on and you know what have you uh, just catch the latest movie you know yada yada all that kind of thing he just comes up into the kitchen. He goes, so how was work? And and I went, you know, I got to tell you, it was a little frustrating. I told him about, had to put my shield back up and, and a couple other things. And he, without provocation, you know, without, without any prompting, just starts telling me everything that God told me at work. And it was just a cool moment. Where, he's, where he just started saying, you know what, um, acting out in frustration and anger isn't going to reveal the light of Jesus to people. You've got to remember that you're still Jesus's. You're still loved. Uh, you're still his representative on this planet. And you've got to reveal his light. Uh, and, and that's what you've got to focus. You've got to keep your eyes on him and not be focused on the darkness. And... And everything, it was just, it was absolute confirmation. And I, I was I was blown away by the fact that God was telling me this at work. I come home and he reinforces it. My son, out of nowhere, starts giving me exactly the same things that God has laid on my heart at work. 
it was just a really cool moment for me. It is such a cool moment when those things happen. Um, I've had I've had a number of times where someone just happened to be there at the right time and say the right thing and just it clicked. I mean, mm-hmm. you've done that for me before. Uh, I, I mentioned that in the uh, previous podcast where I was particularly upset one day because uh, shortly after my mom had passed and you had typed something in Jabber uh, while I was on my lunch break. So when I came back, it was the first thing I saw and it was just like, ah, yep. You know, it's just, it's, they're cool little moments and it just, it just shows God is working. God is moving. He, he, he's in every situation. And if we just pay attention, we can see him. Yeah. Oh, it's just, that is so cool. So that was, I wanted to share that. Oh, oh, something else that I thought of in our last, uh, in the Genesis podcast, uh, you brought up, you know, uh, what will we be doing when God returns? Right. That's been, I've been a little self-convicted by that Mm -hmm. as of late because I heard it in a, I believe it was um, a Lion of Judah uh, Mm -hmm. video and they basically just asked, you know, what will you be doing when Jesus returns? And it's 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 meant to hit you as a as a conviction thing. Like, do you want to be in your sin doing something that you shouldn't be doing, or do you want to be in a place where you're already focused on Him, you're already ready for Him? But that um, that just immediately made me think of uh, the new David Crowder song, "Good God Almighty." Oh, it's such a good song. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, go check it out. It's awesome. But in that song, it's "Good God Almighty." I I hope you'll find me praising your name, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what comes. And and that yeah, no matter what comes, whether whether it's darkness, whether it's whether it's persecution, whether it's the return of the Messiah. Uh, it, I hope you'll find me praising your name. Yeah. And it just kind of, you saying that made me think about what I was going to share with, uh, I, I hope, I hope he finds me praising him in the middle of the darkness, in, in the greatest light. You know, I, I just, I hope I can stay in that place where that's all I'm thinking about is just how awesome he is. Absolutely. Um, I have something, uh, this is not about me, but I got to talk about my wife and and stuff, um, um, to explain, but I got this also, and we'll incorporate a couple shout outs. All right. Um, so it's been a while since I've probably even, I've, I've talked about it, but I think the last time I talked about it was when, um, your son, Matt joined us, but, um, uh, my wife and I were having uh, twin boys, and besides, still are. Yes, we still are. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, maybe another reason why my spirit was a little drained this week, the whole Israel thing, um, Scott mentioned at work, was particularly tough this week. It feels like, it just feels like people everywhere are so focused on the negative. Even, even if you present them amazing stuff, they still are still focused on the negative. Um, and that was, that was pretty much the reason why work was tough this week. But on top of that, Monday, this last was, and I don't know if we've mentioned today is May 21st. You did. I did. Okay. Um, so Monday of this, of this week, this last week, um, 
um, my wife went to have, she's had to have weekly appointments because um, we have had some ups and downs with her pregnancy. Um, there for a while, they thought they might have um, twin to twin transfusion, which uh, could be a correctable thing. Um, but they didn't actually meet all of the guidelines for that, so we didn't we didn't have to uh, do any pre-surgery or anything like that. Um, so that was good. We got great news about that. But then they've been worried that maybe one of the one of the babies, um, the blood throw blood flow going through uh, the cord, um, is has been intermittent. So it's not getting the full flow like they would like it to, and. Uh, because of that, we've had to have weekly appointments. Now, the one good thing about having to have weekly appointments is they do an ultrasound each time. So we've got so many baby photos already. <laughs> so many baby photos. Like a normal pregnancy, I think they go maybe twice for ultrasounds and they have, you know, that many. We've got, maybe we're probably working on uh, close to 100 photos at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is cool because we're seeing them you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The last ones, we've got really good ones uh, of their features and whatnot. So just a cool thing to be able to do. Um, which Tell is, them about they're playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, in <there. laughs> and the last one, uh, Baby B is is kicking by the way. You can see you can you can see that going on. But and I like one of the pictures as. One of the baby's faces here, and then another. The other baby's face, his arm, his fist is like right yep. there, yep. and it just looks like he's taking him out. It's like, wow, yeah. they're going at each other. <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, let's last Monday. I, I I did not attend the last two appointments um, because since we are getting all these awesome ultrasounds, um, this last one. Um, my wife's uh, mother went with her so she could see the ultrasound and the previous one her dad went with her so they could see uh, the ultrasound because you can see the pictures but actually seeing them moving around and doing stuff in there can be a lot of fun too so yeah but anyway so I wasn't there on Monday when they got um, they got some bad news this intermittent uh, blood flow that has been going on uh, it was the worst uh, the worst they had seen yet and they said we're going to we're going to uh, have you come back and do a scan on Thursday. So that was on Monday. We'll come have you come back on Thursday and do another scan. And uh, if they're not improving, if uh, or if it's if it's worse, you're going to be hospitalized, and there is a chance that we might have to take them. Uh, we're 25 weeks, so that doesn't mean that that can't happen successfully, but. This early on is not something that would be ideal. We don't really want to have the babies this early. Uh, so that was that was that's been on my mind all week long. A, kind of a weird thing though. Um, I was praying, um, and since then I've heard that uh, Cooney, who's been a guest star, uh, was praying for us during that time. Um, my aunt Linda and uh, and Annette, uh, a family friend, they had been praying. Um, I mean, there were just, there were lots of prayer warriors going, um, for them, um, during, uh, since Monday and, uh, you know, but I personally, yes, I was praying for them, but there was, uh, you know, I was like, of all the things that have been going on, this was like the one thing God was kind of saying, it's okay. I got this. 
And I was trusting that. I was really trusting that. I was trusting he had Israel. I was trusting that he had me in my job and all that kind of stuff. But I was really trusting him in that situation. And so I wasn't, I just, I went into Thursday's appointment thinking, we're going to have, we're going to have great, great news. I don't, I just, it was just a feeling I had. And so Thursday comes and we had great news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Turns out that on Monday, uh, I mean, we can't say this is exactly what happened, but on Monday, uh, the way the cord, so baby, and the way the cord was connected to his belly, it was going up and like this. And so he was, I don't know if you can really see, but uh, <laughs> but it's in his belly and it's going up and back and he was pushing down on it. We believe that's what was happening. So it was making the gaps for this intermittent blood flow uh, you know, look just absolutely horrendous. Normally, they're you know, it's a very tiny little amount, um, and it's been improving. And so, to have to finally to have it be approving and then suddenly be like that was kind of heartbreaking for you know. But Thursday, we had the best news possible, barely, barely uh, intermittent at all. Uh, it's still intermittent, but it's it looks exactly like it had been uh previously if not even just that much better so they're they're pretty confident that what we were really seeing was baby pushing uh against the cord and whatnot and but anyway uh my shout outs yeah. um to all the prayer warriors to my aunt linda and annette and and cooney and and, and anyone and, and cooney today mentioned that um she didn't know that we had the scan on thursday she didn't know what day it fell on but Thursday in particular, she had been praying uh, for them, and it just, you know, that was the day we also had the appointment. So just the fact that everyone was focused on it and thinking about it and praying for it, I just appreciate you all, and I love you all, and I pray for you as well. But um, I also want to shout out, up until this point, um, I have not necessarily been thrilled uh, with our providers. I, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be brutally honest here i'm not attacking them i'm just i just i personally believe that they're not necessarily in the right position <laughs> um i think one of them and this is just my own interpretation of what i feel based upon my interactions but i believe one of them is just she's she's much older she should be retired and i think part of it is i think she should i think she should just be retired i think she's had a long career She's probably had to give really devastating news and tragic news, and she's probably become cold to it. Um, but it's hard for us to—it's hard for uh, for us to go to an appointment and have a provider say, "Now, don't put any stress on yourself. Uh, you know, uh, try to try to be calm." But by the way, everything's horrible. <laughs> I, I mean, that—that—that's and that's what it is. And uh -huh. I've personally felt attacked uh, by some of the staff. Um, like almost like judged, like, uh, why are you having babies right now? Why, uh, you're going to really have to step it up as a, as a dad. And it's like, what, what have I been showing to these people that they, that they, that they think I'm, I'm a bad, that I'm going to be a bad dad or anything like that. I mean, I, I don't know why, but I had definitely felt personally attacked. Well, come to this appointment. I hadn't met this doctor yet. She, uh, she was the one that my wife had seen on Monday, and and my wife had mentioned that she was great, um, 
but I got to meet her and I was just blown away. I was in tears just meeting this doctor because it was such a different experience. She was, uh, she was soulful and, and, and just a beautiful person. It's one of those people that you can look at and they're just a beautiful person. Um, and, and she, she, uh, my wife was, uh, was in the, in the restroom and, and the doctor knew, but she's like, oh, I wanted to come in real quick and just meet you. Um, cause I hadn't been able to meet you yet. And, you know, we were just chit chatting and, and, and right away she's like, you know why those babies behave today? It's because they knew their dad was here, you know, <laughs> just like, just that, that attitude, like she's excited for us and she's happy for us. But then she, she used the words, it was miraculous. The difference from Monday to today. And that's been sticking with me. It was miraculous. And I know why. I personally know why it was miraculous. It was all those prayers. It was all of that kind of stuff. So thank you to everyone who, who, who has been praying. But also, thank you to that doctor. And um, normally I don't say their names because I don't have their permission. But I don't think anyone could figure it out anyway. It's Dr. Drake. Fantastic person. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for, for, for bringing that that light that I needed in this situation too, because it, it's been, um, it has been difficult having to go to the, uh, to, uh, appointment, um, for a couple of the appointments, we had to go see a specialist in, uh, in Minneapolis, which is, you know, three and a half hours, almost four hour drive from here. So, you know, there's, there's been, uh, weekly appointments, uh, occasionally twice in a week. And then there's been some additional traveling here or there just because of the nature of the pregnancy. It's been, it, it, it does kind of wear you down. Um, you know, especially my wife, um, who she's doing the brunt of this, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just the support, um, but it does wear me down too. Uh, and so to just be able to walk into an appointment and leave and go, wow, what a night and day difference. And so uh, thank you, Dr. Drake. That was, that was just beautiful. I will appreciate that moment, that moment forever. Um, just that soulful, wonderful, beautiful person that you are. All right. Well, thank you. Hi. That. Yes. <laughs> what did you hear? He says, says, I want to be a part of this too. <laughs> um, just because I see we're going on uh, about uh, over 40 minutes here. Um, why don't we call this our are not, not safe from YouTube, <laughs> not safe for YouTube portion. Yeah. Um, just say, um, everyone who's watching this on YouTube, thank you for joining us. Uh, but we're going to have to end it here, uh, just because I'm not sure where we're going and, and it might not matter. I, I know I'm going to bring up a couple things that they don't want you to hear. So, um, I'll just say, uh, if you liked what you saw, um, uh, please like and, and subscribe to our page. Uh, and then catch us on Rumble. Uh, the video will continue there. Uh, or, as always, you can listen to audio um, and most of the videos um, on our website. For the rest of you who are still here, uh, soon we're not on YouTube right now. Uh, so, hi, Rumble. Hi, Rumble. <laughs> I can, we can say a little bit more. Uh, but one of the things I found out that I didn't know about lately, because I watch other youtubers and and other things people are speaking in code anymore mm -hmm. i didn't realize this you can't even what 
One person talking about the audits going on in Arizona and, and attempting to be going on in other states. They're, they're, they're pressing for them. Uh, you can't use the words Trump or Biden. You can't use the, the Dominion server. You can't even talk about them. Mm-hmm. So they, they're, uh, the one lady was talking about uh, the Domino servers. The domino, uh, the one, the one person was, you know, referring to, you know, Biden and Trump by nicknames or, you know, uh, calling him the orange man right. and things like that. I wasn't aware that even that was happening to people. Uh, but something I want to bring up before we go on, I meant to bring it up in our last two conversation podcasts and forgot. We are aware that there are people who are trying to send us messages and they're disappearing. So guys, it we're asking you, if you have liked and subscribed, if you have sent us a comment, if you're listening to this and you have in the past subscribed uh, and you have sent us a comment, please check it out to see if you're still subscribed, if your comments still exist, because we know for a fact that certain comments were eliminated. We can see the statistics. It was like one second after it got added. Yeah, so after, and I kind of wonder, after we got our first strike, um, then some weird stuff happened. And it wasn't just to us at that point, so I didn't think too much about it. Yeah. But we have not added any new subscribers, and we've had no new comments since that whole thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And that could be that could be accurate. Yeah, um, that could be accurate, but it doesn't feel like it's accurate. Something is telling me that, that that's not right, and it almost makes me wonder. Since we had a, uh, a strike when we were so new to to YouTube, uh-huh. I wonder if um, I wonder if we are being uh, checked a little more closely or something like that. I mean, yeah, you know, a channel that's well established and has had no strikes for many years. Maybe they don't pay attention to that, but a brand new channel that immediately has a strike, maybe they're maybe they do keep an eye on that. I don't know, but uh, but I, I've been I, I follow some some veteran YouTube creators, yeah, and they've been saying some things like they would not have they there's no way that they could get the number of subscribers they have uh, currently if they were just starting today. There's just no way on YouTube. It, it, it's not it's not a good platform anymore for new content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, it, one of them, one of them has a phrase: "Go woke, go broke." And the majority of the new YouTube video or the new YouTube channels that are allowed to be on there are very woke in nature, very leftist in nature, mm-hmm. and they are—they're uh, not necessarily having great success, but they're allowed to be on there. Yeah. You have a different opinion, a more conservative opinion, or, or you know, and I don't even care about politics really, because I know who's on the throne. I don't care about who sits in the White House. Right. I know who's on the throne. I, I generally, for as, for as far as politics are concerned, I just try to vote the Bible and what I think, who who will be the most biblically um, representative. Yeah, yeah. So, like, politics to me is not. Eh, it's whatever. I just I don't want to live in a country that I can't be excited about. When we live in a country where uh, people are 
wanting the death of babies and and people don't want to support Israel and people want to be able to do anything that they think is morally right or correct and then and we're taking God out of our schools and out of our buildings and out of our politics and and we're just letting people just just decay yeah i mean there is just that's a good word for it moral absolute moral decay that's not a country i that i'm 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 proud to be a citizen of and it scares me but um but yeah if you have more conservative opinion and i have a more conservative opinion because generally they're more in line with the more with not doing the moral decay. right and and i think that's it right there it's not that we're republican or democrat or libertarian or uh conservative or liberal or any of that it's that we're it's that one side tends to align itself with the bible a bit more so it might sound like that mm-hmm. But there, but everyone is everyone does evil, and everyone is, falls yeah. short of the glory of God, and yeah. everyone is going to fail. None of us can save ourselves. That's why we need the the King on the throne. That is why we need Jesus. So to me, it doesn't really mm-hmm. really matter. What matters though is that there is an element, uh, and they are extremist. Yes, there are conser- extremist conservatives, and yes, there are extremist Christians and yes there are extremist Muslims and, and there, but there is also a extremist leftist uh, group of people and they are actually a small percentage of this country but they're loud mm-hmm. they are loud and vocal and no one is really I mean that's not true there are people that are going up against them but no one really is putting a stop to it mm-hmm. and it and it's infecting everything is affecting uh hollywood and and disney and our corporations coca-cola and and you know it, it's just it, it's it's in getting into everything and if we can't talk about it if we can't even talk about it if we can't even help people understand that there there is something going on if no if good people do nothing then it's just going to be allowed to run free. Mm-hmm. And and that's where the frustration is that I was talking about before, that I was getting into the whole uh, just, just lying thing. And what I was doing was I'm watching evidence after piece of evidence after piece of evidence after piece of evidence. There's a, uh, a video out there of a man showing he'll hold up a ballot. And he'll say, here, this is, this is clearly for the third-party candidate. I don't remember the name. And he'll put it in the Dominion server thing. And then he'll show up. He'll show two ballots. And he'll show it right up to the camera. said, clearly for Joe Biden. And he'll put both of them in the Dominion server. And then he'll show four ballots, one at a time. And he'll say, this is for Donald Trump. These are fake ballots. I'm just saying he, he filled the ballots out himself just to show what's going on with the machines ran them through the machines and then he says all right so we've got seven ballots in there one for the third party candidate two for biden four for trump so let's run the total they run the total he rips off the receipt the tape that shows the total put in and it clearly shows four votes were put in for biden and so he's showing how this has happened there is 
piece of evidence after piece of evidence after piece of evidence after piece of evidence. Uh, individual audits are uh, have come to the conclusion that the Dominion servers were designed and used to steal elections, to manipulate and, and lie about the results and to rig elections. Um, they're in Arizona right now, they're working and counting, they're, they're, they're recounting, they're doing an audit. And I was watching a thing the other day where the, te the testimony was being given uh, before, I, I don't know who it is, it's, it looks like a legislative process that's going on. I mean, they're in like a courtroom setting uh, talking to officials and the one guy's giving his testimony that they're finding duplicates after duplicates, many duplicates uh, uh, that have been counted and the original is completely unaccounted for. So when you have an original copy that gets jammed or, or the let's say the paper gets ripped and you can't run it, so you have to, you create a duplicate that can go through the server, but you have to save the original. The duplicate always has to tie back to original. They're finding uh, uh, many, many, many duplicates that have no original. They were just run through. Uh, and they're finding pieces like this. They're just finding things over and over and over and over and over. And then I'm at work, CBS News is on in the morning, and the person reports and says, uh, the Arizona election is being audited uh, even though there's been absolutely no evidence of wrongdoing at all. And I just, my reaction was, I can't believe that was just said. I, I, seriously, they just said that? And this is what I was talking about earlier that I didn't feel, I, I, don't, I don't think I can say what I just said on YouTube and get no, away with you it. you can't. Uh, even though it's it's the truth, even though it's the evidence that's being brought up, Stephen Crowder is suing YouTube because he was kicked off because he praised the officer that uh, saved uh, the young woman's life in that recent encounter where uh, the other young the other young woman woman that was killed uh, was about ready to stab her. Yeah, and he praised the officer for doing his job and saving a life. Uh -huh. And he was, and that, and that was his final strike. He'd also gotten a strike for vaccine, uh, for quoting the CDC. Yeah. And he got a strike for that, and then he had got his original warning strike uh, for something to do with the elections, and I can't remember what that was for sure. But, but so he's he's on Rumble now, uh, but his team is suing YouTube, and and uh, I would, I'm going to put some prayers that. That I don't care if he if he wins or not because it's not about that. I just put prayers that it'll be something that that it'll do something to wake people up and realize that YouTube has a problem, mm -hmm. uh, and, and will hopefully cause it to to be looked at and and figure out what's what's going on there. But um, I, talking about this spin that they put onto things, they journalism. You know, you, sh you you never put your own personal opinion. You shouldn't ever put your own personal spin. You just report the facts that you have. Mm -hmm. And if you ever report a fact that's wrong, you're supposed to tell people. Yeah. You're supposed to, re you know, retract it. But that's not how it is anymore. 
now they write the news that they want to write. Yeah. And the thing is, they hate us. They absolutely yeah. hate us uh, and, as they pretend to be in support of us. But they don't. Uh, it's the same that I've been finding this out with Disney. Disney hates me. <laughs> they hate yeah. me because I'm 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 white and 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 I'm not. There's yeah. nothing in their eyes. There's nothing special about me. I'm not a minority. I'm not a woman. I'm not. I, I'm like I'm like target number one that they don't care about. But I'm the one that is purchasing their product. You know, mm -hmm. I'm the one that is still supporting because the because the, the audience that they're trying to hit that they, that they that they that they supposedly care for and love, well, that audience is not doing it for them. We're still the ones putting the money in. That's what's so frustrating because why am I supporting someone who doesn't that hates me? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's been that's been some tough convictions I've had as of late because, um, uh, because. I mean, those were the things that I grew up with, yeah. you know, and, and especially yeah. in the case of mm -hmm. Disney now, they have all the things that pretty much I grew up with, you know, and so, but, but, uh, I was going down a much different road before I started talking about that, but, <laughs> but the, the truth is, uh, they hate us. And so why do we support them? Um, uh, I, I, uh, you know, there's a Bible, Bible verse I've talked about before, um, not not in the podcast, just with Brad and I. Sorry, uh, it talks about how in the last days uh, we will cry out that our fathers have inherited lies. Right. And I've always used this. I've understood it as in a religious nature. In a we're we've received a lot of information about who God is that is wrong, mm -hmm. and we need to we need to set that aside and find out who God really is. But the more, the more stuff like this comes out, the more I realize it's not just that. It's it's we've inherited lies from all over, and I'm I'm the same way. I I grew up Mickey Mouse fan. I you know I loved Disney. I loved you know, and I remember cartoons where they were singing about God. I mean Johnny Appleseed, mm -hmm. uh, that cartoon. You know the Lord's been good to me, and so I thank the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know. That I I don't know if somewhere inside Disney they're debating whether to pull that from their shelves and and remove it as uh, Disney canon and and you know hating the fact that they ever had anything to do with that right uh, but but you're right it's we have to come we're I think in a lot of ways we're coming to a place where we are crying out. I've inherited lies in, in, in our lives and not just, just uh, an understanding who God is, but I haven't talked about this a lot. I grew up uh, a huge sports fan of a particular team and I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to name the team because they're not the villain here. I don't want the people to think I'm picking on them. It's, uh, but I stopped, I stopped wearing the colors. I stopped, I, I, I got rid of all my merchandise uh, because what I was seeing was a, a fan base. And again, I don't want to pick on this particular fan base because uh, it's everywhere. Uh, but I was like, I don't even want to be associated with those people anymore uh, who are so, their lives are so driven that 
uh, a loss devastates them where they hate everyone and everything. They're bitter, wretched, uh, horrible people in their daily lives. Uh, and uh, so so all of my, my, my love for sport, I still appreciate the athleticism, the, the spectacle uh, of, of sports, uh, basketball and football are my personal favorites, but I don't care about a particular team anymore. I just, I just enjoy it without getting absorbed into it controls my life and it controls my emotions because it used to. And I've successfully pulled away from that I'm starting to feel like that. that's a piece of that. I've inherited lies. Mm -hmm. Sports shouldn't be my life and my passion and my love. I, I can appreciate it. Absolutely. I can enjoy it, but it shouldn't control, shouldn't be my God. And I'm coming to the place with things like that, things I grew up with that I loved, entertainment. Uh, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm starting to walk away and go, you've got to be kidding me. This this is what it's come to, and I'm, uh, I I've, uh, all right all right to get specific, you know, guys, I I, I've thrown away all my Doctor Who stuff, scraped uh, a picture of the TARDIS off the back window of my car because of what they're going through right now, what they're trying to talk me into, what is right and wrong. Um, I'm starting to get more upset. And I, I'm, I'm wondering how long it's going to be before I walk away from Disney altogether. And that really upsets me because I grew up a Spider-Man fan. And that's where, you know, that, you know, that whole Marvel exists now. And I think they've done a good job for the most. I have very much appreciated the movies. But the more I see some of the places where they're going and where they're trying to go, I'm mm -hmm. start. I, how long before I walk away from all of that and... I'll be honest with you. I feel like God is going, hey, the sooner the better. The sooner the better. Um, I mean, we can use the same thing we talked about earlier. Do you want to be watching a Marvel movie when Jesus returns? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to be in study and praise? And, yeah. You know, I mean, I I personally, I think I prefer to be in study and praise. But, that, but, that, but, that, but that, it's not always easy. No. Because we did grow it, up. You grew up, uh, I grew up with Marvel. There's a love, there's a passion mm -hmm. to, there's a joy in it. That, and, I, and, I, yeah. and, and Star Wars was my other big one. And yeah. Disney has that too. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I have to, I have to give up a, a thing that was uh, very, very, very important. But the way I see it, I was, uh, when I was younger, I did not have a strong relationship with God. Yeah. I had, I, I, I always believed uh, I always believed in God, but that wasn't necessarily meant that I was always, you know, I was sometimes mad at him. I believed he was there, and but why are you treating me like this? It mm -hmm. was always, it was always a selfish. Why are you treating me this way? I know you're there, you know. I never did not believe that he wasn't there, but I sometimes was very angry with him. Yeah, and I think that uh, when I was younger, Star Trek, Star Wars, comic books. Uh, video games, all of those kind of things, um, were a way for him to, uh, to to help me through tough situations. I saw father figures in Captain Picard, and and uh, there was a, a show called Due South that had a Mountie in it, and he yeah. came in down to Chicago. 
Uh, and I, I just loved how polite he was. Like, he was a father figure to me. Like, you know, I mean, there was these TV characters. Uh, Full House. I wanted Uncle Jesse to be my uncle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted a cool uncle, you know? Like, uh-huh. And so they, so they were, in my, in my mind... And sorry, Uncle David, you're you're very cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're very cool. But you, but to be fair, you became cooler midlife when you got the Harley and all the other stuff. But <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, I feel like God. That was how He was able to get through to me then by showing me examples of people that I want to be like. But now I do have a stronger relationship with God, and it's growing stronger all the time. So now I, I, I have realized, yes, I needed those because I was weak. I was weak in my relationship with him, but he was giving me tastes, little examples here or there of what it could be like. And so when I finally accepted him, mm-hmm. when I finally said, no, you know what? I, I, I want you. When I finally accepted uh, the free gift that Christ was giving me, and I accepted that Yahweh was my father in heaven, and it blew my mind, I... I have a father. I have a father in heaven. Like it just it blew my mind. And when that happened, I'm now starting to realize I don't need any of that other stuff. I just yeah. don't need it. And uh, and I think he's actually made it. He's 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 presented me with this new woke culture. This new woke stuff. Star Trek is so woke now. And you know what? That's another thing I want to go off on. I there's a rant about to start. If I don't get if I don't stay, maybe maybe I should just blow up at it i'm so sick of that word i hate that word you're because you're woke because yeah <laughs> because i i think it's been stolen for a reason yes because i've been uh i've been studying so many things that specifically talk about in the scripture how we need to be awake awake and not asleep and 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 the the drunken slothful lazy mm-hmm. servant uh will be the one caught like a thief you know as a thief in the night uh, but we need to be awake. We need to be alert. We need to be uh, watching actively for God and 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 what He's doing. And that that just that word woke, I think, is being used intentionally. It's an hypocrisy. It's an irony. It's the enemy. It's the enemy convincing people that they are woke mm-hmm. when they're really not. Yeah, they are really they're, not. They are blind and asleep. And and they're being praised for 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 being woke, mm-hmm. and and it drives me nuts. It, yes, I, I just had this conversation with my wife uh, maybe last week sometime, and I and I was I was just as upset. I said I cannot believe it because they're not, you know, they are not awake. <clears throat> but this is exactly the kind of thing I was talking about earlier, and now I can say since we're beyond YouTube, uh, uh, the thing that was making me hurt was the fact that I had to put my my barrier back up at my desk because I have not been vaccinated specifically that uh, I can't I can't do that uh, if I have not taken the vaccine mm-hmm. um, at least where I am and in some states they're they're banning that successfully and thank you for the people who are doing that but um, I've it, it hurt at that moment. And all of these things, all of these things combined, this is why I don't want to go off in a rant. This is why I don't, I want to acknowledge evil for being evil, but I want to give God all the more praise and thanks 
for for being for being love and being light in the middle of the darkness. And this is the very trap I was getting into. I was listening to the lies about the 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 audits and the and the stolen election. I was listening to the the all of the COVID and the vaccine lies and and everything uh, attacking us in that area. I was list, I'm listening to all the woke culture uh, garbage. <laughs> You're just looking right at me, going, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and and I would get frustrated and angry and see the lies for what they were. And where's God in that? And that's where I was coming to. Is like, how dare you, nerd? And and it was like, it was God was like, do you see? What these people are looking are, are seeing when they look at you, uh, uh, do you see what's coming across? And I had to consciously stop and go, yeah, I'm, I'm not revealing light. I'm not revealing love, and I need to apologize to any of you if I've done that here, and I, I may have. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I I go back and I review Genesis and Revelation. From time to time, and then the other, you know, the other podcasts we do, such as the Feast of the Lord and things like that, for a variety of reasons, I never go back and, and watch the conversations because they were just a moment in time that just kind of spilled out, uh, and and they're done. I move on. So I haven't gone back and reviewed anything. Maybe I was an idiot. Uh, I, maybe I was an idiot. I know <laughs> I've been an idiot in my life. I uh, but. But there might be times when I, if I would look back and I'm going to, I'd go, oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That was me. Oh, what was I thinking? Um, now in one sense, it's good because I want these to be an honest expression of who we are. Well, and if anything, and, if anything know. smart or inspirational or anything that ministers to our listeners' hearts comes out, that we can clearly say, that wasn't us. That wasn't us. That wasn't us. That wasn't. We can give God the glory for that because it was not us. We do not script these. We do not. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have a couple ideas of things we want to talk about, but even that, I, I still am candid about it. Yeah. You know, I knew I wanted to talk about uh, the doctor experience, but uh, I didn't know what, what way that would come out, you know? Yeah. But even, uh, yeah, going back to, uh, again, circling all the way back around. Uh, I just said I threw away all my Doctor Who stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back with appreciation mm-hmm. for for watching uh, uh, Tom Baker and play Doctor Who and and all of those shows. I, I very much enjoy it. I remember I look back with appreciation on on my Spider Man comics and and all of that and 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 watching Star Wars when I was eight years old and being entranced by this spectacle, I'm not throwing that away. And just like the sports, I walked away from the obsession. I'm not calling sports evil. I am not here to say, guys, if you're watching uh, uh, American rules football in the US or, or football anywhere else, we call soccer, uh, which is actually a British term. So don't call it an American term. It came from Britain. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but it's the truth. Soccer <laughs> is a British term. Americans just took it. Uh, but uh, football, anywhere else in the world, go ahead and enjoy it and appreciate it. But, you know, ask yourself, where are the riots coming from? Where, where are we hating people because we lost? You know, I mean, you know, so my team lost. It was an enjoyable, entertaining event. You know, if we can appreciate it that way, then then wonderful. You know, watch away. Same thing. I'm still gonna watch. You know, I'm uh, I'm I'm still gonna watch Spider Man until they do something that forces me to go. Uh, God hates this, so you're either on our side or his. You know, I I'm still watching the webhead swing around the city and. Yeah, have his adventures. I'm, I'm not saying stop. I'm just saying we are getting to a point where this culture and this society is forcing us to say, look, we're walk, here's God and we're going this way and we're trying to pull you with us. There comes a time where we got to draw a line in the sand and go, you know what? I am not going your way anymore. That line in the sand for me. So I mentioned that um, Star Trek was a big thing for me. Star Trek The Next Generation specifically. Captain Picard was my example of a moral, upright person. And when I was, you know, uh, I was seven uh, and eight and nine for, for Star Trek The Next Generation. So I was a very young man. And I had no father figure. And my home life wasn't great by any means. Um, lots of, lots of, uh, Lots of things a, a young person shouldn't have to see or experience. But there was Captain Picard and that example. And not just him. Data and Riker and, and all, of, all, of this, all of the men in that. Uh, Jordy, even Worf in a weird way. Like all of them were very strong uh, male characters for me and role models for me. And, and the fact that they were loyal and caring and, about each other. Yes. I mean, just you, you were drawn. Yes, absolutely. And... and uh, now, now it's uh, it's that that woke culture, and it's uh, the, I don't know. It, it, the Picard now is not the Picard of when I grew up, and that was my line in the sand. I had to I had to draw and say, okay, this is no longer godly. Yeah, and that actually made me think about some stuff too. Um, technically, Star Trek in all of its in all of its great ideas about the future and humanity coming together, and we solve all of our problems, and now we focus on uh, creating an intergalactic federation and and all this kind of stuff. Actually, none of it's godly. Yeah, it really, it really, it really isn't. There, there, and at its basis, it it is designed to say. We can do this without God. Exactly. Yeah. Um, look at all that we can accomplish without God. And so I realized something recently. I didn't realize this when I was a younger man, but that's a that's not a future that we should be striving for. We need, well, of course, our future is with God, and He's going to have His future with or without us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I would rather still, I, I would rather have a future with God, um, and not be left behind. But, but that's not. That's not a good goal to strive for, and it's not it's not a one that can actually be attained. Humans will never be able because we have the Tower of Babel to show what happens when humans come together with one purpose, and that purpose is to uh, to place ourselves 
above God as if we could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's what will happen. And that's, and that's exactly what we're seeing. There is no way, no way without God, without the Messiah, without Yeshua, there is absolutely no way we could ever get to a perfect human society. None is good but God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that was just a, uh, an interesting uh, 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 thought that I'd had about Star Trek altogether. But I still appreciate the fact, and I, and I appreciate God for it, because I, I really do think it was God that brought that stuff into my life. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think God goes, he's not, he, you know, at seven years old, he's not going to be able to understand relationship with me and understand, but he will understand what a good man looks like. So I will send him a role model in this regard. I know? think, yeah, and, and 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 just that, I think God can speak to us in a lot of things mm-hmm. and does mm-hmm. uh, speak to us through a lot of things and uses a lot of things and uses uh, people in secular situations to spread uh, his message. There's a lot of people who say that uh, a Superman is an archetype of Jesus. Right. And and uh, there's there could be some truth in that that they're sharing the gospel through the figure of Superman in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just like take Lord of the Rings or or Chronicles of Narnia, created by two men who were who were Christian. Uh, whether you say those stories were intended to be Christian in nature or not. Uh, the fact is the sources and and you know that that's that's another subject but the sources were christian with christian values uh, so. and you can see that mm-hmm. in the stories and even though they're not biblical they're not scriptural canon you can uh scriptural values do come through and, and you can gain a greater understanding of who God is uh, through those books, at least pieces of it, pieces of, of truth here and there. The same can be said of, of any uh, type of entertainment, uh, provided that the people are letting God work through it. Exactly. Does Yeah. And so now we come to this modern day Picard, and God is showing me that... Um, and I, I think I think I, I don't want to be selfish and say this was all just designed for me, but in a way it was because it was all just designed just for you as well. I mean, it's it's all around us. But modern day Picard is the exact opposite of everything that he was in. And when I was a young man looking for that role model. And so now God is showing. But see, he's still human. And now I have a now I'm able to understand what a relationship with God is like, and I can see how much better it is. And so I think God was just kind of cementing that fact in my head that mm-hmm. yes, there are role models, there are people that you, that um, that can be a good example to you, but they're still human, mm-hmm. and they can still go yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, but you won't go the wrong way with me. You know, I, I think that's I think that's. Uh, um, what I've been seeing um, based upon my relationship with God and, and what I and how I believe He's been talking to me. And I think I shared this particular story before, but in my comic Spirit Man, I, I brought this type of thing up, where the main character in, in the first story 
is he's just struggling. God, what do you want? What are you trying to tell me? What's going on? And his friend is sitting next to him, just <laughs> rambling on and rambling on. And he's talking about, uh, for those of you who are who, who know, uh, he's, he's talking about the video game, uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. And, and he's just rambling on about his video game. And, and as, as Martin, the main character is struggling, he just says, you gotta be patient. What, what did you say? And, and Cameron, the, 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 the gamer, uh, who's talk rambling on about this. He says, you gotta be patient. There's so much in this game and you can't do it all at once. You just got to take one thing at a time and enjoy where you are. Just just have fun at the game and don't worry about the other stuff. It'll come. Just be patient and just focus on what's in front of you. And Martin, the main character, goes, you know, it was like, God bless you, Cameron. Thank you for that. And he realizes God just told him through Cameron, be patient. Mm-hmm. Just take the thing in front of you and just focus on that and just move forward one step at a time. I put that in there on purpose to show that we we can receive messages from God, not necessarily from the pulpit of a church, not necessarily from a Christian recording or a Christian movie or a Christian source. It can just be God gives it to us out there. It's 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 that manna that is still coming for all of us to receive. He's giving us truth and life in in many different ways, and it's raining down on us if we'll if we're sensitive to receive it. And I think Star Wars, I think Star Trek, I think Doctor Who, I think Spider-Man, I think Disney, I think uh, everything, you know, all that stuff out there has been that to, to varying degrees throughout history. I just think we're getting to a point in history where increasingly all of society, cultural, political, of uh, everything, the line is starting to become more clearly drawn and you are either over here or over there. There's no in between. Uh, there's no, it can be a little of both. It's it's this or that, period. And I, I just think it's growing. I think, I think in the spiritual realm right now, I think the angels are sorting us. Yeah. Some of us will be on the right and some of us will be on the left. I think the shaking has mm-hmm. has not begun. It's been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think I I, I think there, I wish um, we will someday see all the stuff that happened in the spiritual. But if we could see with spiritual eyes right now, I mean, it could be terrifying. But all the I, I think I think uh, I think a lot of stuff that is mentioned is is actually happening right now in the spiritual. I think we are being sorted. You're see, you are in the physical are actually seeing the line being drawn, but in the spiritual, I think the angels are separating the mm-hmm. lambs, uh, you know, that we're, we're being separated, and and this side over here will be the ones that Jesus said, uh, "You are blessed because, you know, when I was hungry, you fed me. When you know, yeah. when I was naked, you clothed me. When I was in prison, you visited me." And these ones over here, uh, you know. You did not do these things, and and, and of course the, the the story of in scripture continues. Uh, when did we do these things? When you did it of the lowest, uh, you know. When you did it, you did it for me. So that's where we need to be. We need to be, and that's why it can be so frustrating. I I, I just thought of this earlier. We're gonna look back, Scott, in the next couple months. 
we're probably going to look back and probably be a little self-convicted. At least I think I will. How much easier was it to talk about Jesus to people before all of this stuff started happening? Yeah. And how many opportunities did we not take to do it? Mm-hmm. It's because it's going to be so much harder. I, I, I think you I, I've said this before. I've fought with that myself many times. When was it wisdom and when was it cowardice not mm-hmm. to talk? Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I think I'm going to look back on my life and see a lot of times I've failed and, and a lot of times that, no, I did the right thing, but I, I obeyed. It's so difficult to see in this life. Mm-hmm. And you're right. We got to keep pressing on and, and go, I need to get closer to God in order to understand this. I need to obey, but I can't obey if I can't hear. <laughs> right. Uh, but you're right. How, how much easier? Uh, I mean, if YouTube starts saying that Jesus is a, is a strikeable uh, topic, uh-huh. you know, that's one of our major possible ways of reaching people right there. Like, I mean, how much easier uh-huh. was it a dec- decade ago? Yeah. Uh, you know, a decade, a decade ago, people, oh, that's a, that person loves Jesus. And you, 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 you appreciated that. Even if you didn't, or even if you weren't as strong as they were, when someone said that person loves Jesus, you like, all right, good for them. Like, you uh-huh. know, now you say that person loves Jesus. <laughs> I mean, bigot. <laughs> yeah. Racist. Yeah. I mean, uh, sexist. Oh, you're a white man who is yeah. a Christian. Well, you're toxic. Uh-huh. I'm getting tired of hearing that, too. I don't think I'm toxic, but maybe I am. <laughs> well, I think... I hope anything good has come out of this. Uh, uh, I, I always do. I always end these going... Um, I really don't know. I, I hope uh, what we were speaking uh, that came from our hearts was something that God wanted to share but, um, you know, I, I won't know for sure until we look back on our lives in heaven and, and God shows us everything, says, you know, this was good, this was bad, and he separates it on his own. So I, I really hope these type of conversations minister to you, at least make you think and at least make you say, um, okay, I'm not sure either, so I'm going to go to God for the answer. Uh, and maybe it's one of those things where it didn't minister to you, but you think maybe it might minister to someone you know. Mm-hmm. And so may I just suggest that maybe share it with them. Um, and now that we are on those social uh, or those YouTubes and rumbles, um, I'm not going to be ashamed to say, because <laughs> it really it really does help. Um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And if you have liked and subscribed before, um, or if you have left a comment, um, maybe maybe just give it a quick check to see if it's still there. Because uh, you mentioned it earlier, but I, I know of two examples for sure where I could see I could see the comment and it pops up on my phone and I'm like sweet and I and I click on it. I literally just got the notification and I click on it and it takes me to the page and comment has been deleted. And it could have been by the user, but mm-hmm. It's, it just it feels... just coincides with uh, a lot of other people reporting that this is going on. Exactly, and 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 the thing that's hurtful is I can still see a preview of the comment. I can still see like the beginning of it, and one person um, basically said, you know, this is decent content. Um, I think you would enjoy my friends. 
and I don't know. I because I, I couldn't read the comment. You, I think you might yeah. enjoy my friends' website, podcast, movie, comic, book. I, I, I don't I don't have any idea. It could be any yeah. number of things. And for me, that was exciting because someone um, someone looked at our stuff and they wanted to share something that they knew yeah. of too. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh huh. So anyway, yeah. So we're asking you to check it out if you have liked and subscribed. Check it out if you have left a comment. And and please, you know, uh, if you see that it's been deleted or removed, uh, may I suggest give, send us another comment? Yeah, and if if that one doesn't go through, um, send us an email. Um, yeah, you know, especially especially if if if, if you're going to recommend something to us that might minister to us, because I, I, we always hope that we are ministering to you. But as I told Scott before we started today, this last week. Um, I didn't do a revelation study, and I mean, I had a lot going on, so I'm not I'm not going to be too hard on myself here. But just even the thought of doing a revelation study, I said, no, I I need to be ministered to this week. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't I, I I just I don't feel I'm in a good place to minister to somebody. I need to be ministered to. So that's what that was. It's just been uh, prayers and conversations with God, just getting that ministering. But um, if any of our listeners want to minister to us and send us stuff um, to check out or anything like that oh th yes that would be wonderful um, so feel free if, it, if the comments are not working um, to, to go ahead and email us um, all of the links and everything or wherever you are listening to this <laughs> should be able to find it alright so uh, who started this I, I did so right. yeah as always <laughs> As always, we know what we're doing. Uh, this is Brad. Do we? <laughs> this is Scott. No. And this has been not about us. 